Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. Good to have you with us here today. Good to have our next guest, Curtis Riggs, with us. And Curtis, uh, Saturday night, I, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. First, uh, you talk about two completely different games all within one, number one. You talk about rallying the way you guys did when it seemed so improbable. That's the word I used on social media to describe it because it, it just never felt like it truly was going to get over the hump to where you got really right back where you could win the game. How weird was it for you? Because at halftime, I I can't imagine what was said, but I, Kim Corey and I were at the game, and I, at halftime, I just looked at her and said, um, I wonder if Curtis is just going to take over calling the plays or what, because the offense just sputtered in the first half. Yeah, I mean, we only had three drives, you know, and they, they would do squid kicks, and we'd get the ball at midfield, yeah. and, you know, a couple plays would be in the red zone, and then we'd all in the red zone and um they had long drives when they had the ball and um i i think you know we only ran nine plays or something like that it was not very many and we couldn't capitalize um it, it wasn't the the play calling it you know lorenzo had two wide open touchdowns first drive and and he missed those and and so then you start to really get tight you start to worry about making mistakes you start to question your calls and um it it really was going at halftime regrouping getting the guys to realize that you know 17 is not very many that's why it was huge that the defense held them to a field goal rather than another touchdown there um going into the half and um then coming out and scoring the first drive was was huge for our, our just offensive oh, yeah. waking up yep I, I felt like there was a ton of energy in the building when you went down and scored. It's like, okay, here yeah. we go. It's only 17 to yeah. 7 now. We're in good shape. However, every time you did something good, they answered. Yeah, you're right, Mark. I mean, there's many times Peyton and I have talked a lot about this, that you would look up thinking, man, we're right back in this, and then it, you're down 16 still. I mean, it, it just uh, it looked like um, every time we thought we were back in it, God, we're still down multiple scores, and we just kept plugging away. I mean, just kept going and going and going. And then finally, you know, we were able to get some some big turnovers, capitalize quickly. That's the thing offensively we did so well the second half was, you, you know, we, we didn't manage the clock. We just attacked. Yep. And, and that way we took big scores right away and put the pressure on them and then finally caught up with them. I thought the interception was the key to the game because they were going in for what would have truly probably been the ceiling touchdown, and you get the ball back. They don't score. You get the ball back with time to actually then make a run at winning the game. Yeah, and, and you know, we ran a play that we knew was really good that we'd been saving, but we didn't expect it to score right away. And um so then you're kind of like, oh, geez. That's why the two-point conversion was so big. Yep. Um, and, you know, a funny story is we throw that that 40-yard pass to, to Zay Jackson, and he is cramping so badly that he can't even uh, – he can't make his, his hands into a fist. I mean, they're just uh, contorted. And um, uh, he's a, he runs over to Peyton, and he's like, hey, I need to go out. I, I, I can't move my fingers. And Peyton's like, 
just just catch this against your chest and get in the end zone. And and sure enough, that's exactly what we threw a quick screen out to him. He pins it on his chest and just falls back into the end zone. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, we utilized Zay Jackson Saturday night, and we got the absolute maximum out of that kid. Wow, that makes it more incredible. All right, so my observation, I told you this after the game. I said, because uh, had you lost by a point or two points or, you know, really, really close, it, that, that kicking game was such a, uh, a, a glaring weakness on Saturday night. I, how do you fix that in a week? Well, I mean, you have to stick with him. I mean, we got to stick with Austin and, and, uh, you know, we need him to make all his extra points. He's got to get those points for us. He's got to make the field goals when he comes in. And that, that, that has been our nemesis all season though, not just Austin. It's, it's been a crutch. I, I mean, we, we have to find a way. The one thing though, Austin, hey, pe- people don't know we've tried one time this season. He can really drop kick well. Oh. And so we we may just say, you know what, we we can't make field goals. We're going to drop kick and and see if we can get the extra points. He's actually more relaxed and much more composed when he does that. But he has done an exceptional job on his kickoffs. His kickoff game has has really improved and put a lot of pressure on teams. Uh, but you're right, we we can't walk away not getting any points. We got to have some. Well, the whole point is you're going up against the best team in the league, so you can't give yeah. points away. And you were up against one of the best teams in the league on Saturday night, and I just kept thinking, I kept looking at the scoreboard and going, God, they had those four points that should have had, then it's this and not that. And I don't know, I I got to believe that had to be one of your more prouder moments as a coach in all 20 years that you pulled that game out. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the first time we, we've never scored in a half. And then also, you know, we, we win that game. I mean, you wouldn't think that we score 42 in the second half. Um, it, you know, that's, that's pretty incredible against, I wouldn't say they're the best team in the league. What I would say is they're the most talented team in the league. Um, they by far have a roster that has the most talent. Um, they just, you're able to wait and let them make mistakes. And they're one of the most penalized teams in the league. And you just capitalize on those types of things. They're a backup quarterback. Am I correct in assuming that he was their main quarterback most of the year? So Benningfield, the kid that started was, yeah, their original starter. He's the kid that won a championship for him. I mean, he's very, very good. The kid that came in after Benningfield got hurt. It just had been released from the CFL. I mean, he, he's no slouch either. Oh, he was uh, good. So, yeah, yeah. And he, he's, um, um, a very good quarterback also. So, you know, talent is never the question for math. I mean, you know, when you look at like the all rookie team and I'm sure when you see the all league team, it's going to be just inundated with math guys because, um, they have a lot of the best players. Curtis Riggs, our guest, the head coach and general manager of the storm. We know now for a fact that you've coached your last home game. We didn't, we yep. didn't think you were going to get the one last Saturday. So that was kind of a bonus. And how cool was it for you to have your daughter there for the game? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, she's, she's hurting. So it, it was a big sacrifice for, you know, her to come back and, and see Peyton and I and, and, um, celebrate that. And then, you know, she headed back right after and, 
Um, so it, it was great having her. It was great having that extra game and, and then to have, you know, my last game in, in Sioux Falls be a game like that. I mean, that's, that's incredible. And, um, to see the guys battle and come back from being down like that the entire game, um, yeah, that's one you always remember. Yeah, I, that's the second time now that I can remember in all my years of this where late in the first half or whatever, I looked at the person I was with and went, Ugh, this is awful. This is over. This is terrible. This is too bad. The other was when Hunty and I went all the way to Frisco for Augustana's men playing in the in the Elite Eight in basketball in 2016 when they won the national championship. And they were down by 20 in the first half. And we and we had driven all the way from Sioux Falls to Frisco after flying from California with the STSU women's basketball team and landed and got off the plane and did our laundry and drove to Frisco and got there in time for that first game. And it was horrible. And I looked at him and went, I can't believe we came, we killed ourselves to get here for this. And Tom Billiter was sitting across the way looking at me going, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and I think, uh, uh, fans, I, I mean, you know, our, our fans expect to win. And, and at halftime, I'm looking at the iPad at some of the mistakes we were making to address at halftime. And, you know, fans are yelling. I, I mean, this is the way you're going to go out, Riggs, really? You know, and I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking, wow, all right. Well, you know, if, wow, how things change in one week, but, um, you know, that's the game of sports. I mean, that's how it goes. And, um, you know, the thing fans need to understand is coaches think that same thing. I mean, just like you said, builders, like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, coaches, too, are like, oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, what are we doing? But the great thing is you have that chance at halftime to go in and make adjustments. So what did you say? Well, the the biggest thing was getting them to realize, guys, 17 points in, in our game is, is not much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, really, could you play any worse? And I was just hoping that we couldn't. Um and it was coming out and getting momentum. I mean, that was the big thing I said was we have to establish where we have control this game to where they feel like we are within striking distance. And if we can do that, put the pressure on them. Let's see if they can handle that. Just play free at that moment. And that's what the guys did. We got that first score and then we got a two point conversion. And then you just saw the energy change. And even though we were down two scores, the majority of the second half, everything changed on the outlook of our players. Well, and the defense came up with some really big plays at the end of the game, too, which if you don't do that, you don't win the game. So, yeah, you scored 42 points, which was, again, I go back to the word improbable after being scoreless in the first half. Uh, that just seemed crazy that you would think that could happen. But And I apologize to Peyton. Uh, if it was blown plays that, that caused the outcome of the first half, uh, as a casual observer, it just felt like nothing was working. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you saw them, I mean, they, they tackled us for some losses and, yeah. you know, it's just stagnant. Everyone in there's just watching and there's, I mean, it seemed like it was really quiet and, um, but you know what, as, as the coordinator, that's, you accept that responsibility. I mean, that's who it falls on. And then me as the head coach too. And, um, it, you know, the players go out and try to execute when they don't, a lot of people don't see that. And so you question the play calls and, the things were actually there. We just weren't executing, and and that's one of the great things about the chess match of football. So, did you get my text at halftime when I said, "Please start throwing the ball"? <laughs> you, amongst many others, Mark. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no. Um, it, it, I mean, we knew we had to attack, but one of the problems that we had was our field position. You know, it, it, it's not always so easy to stretch the field. And when you get down compressing that red zone, you, you got to find ways to be able to run that ball sometimes. Yep, yep. It was odd, though, when you think about it. Every, like you said, every time you had the ball in the first half, which was only three times, you had phenomenal field position every single time. We did. Yep, we did. And, you know, the first drive of the game, we get down to the two-yard line, and, uh, I mean, we just miss we missed two touchdown passes, and then we missed a critical block to walk into the end zone, and, and they get a big stop. And then, you know, they scored their first drive. They had a 12-play drive, their first drive, which is also a rarity in the indoor game. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, they turn around and then have another drive, and they're up 14 nothing at the blink of an eye. And, and um, you know, when you need to relieve the pressure just by scoring to let your guys breathe, we we could not do that the first half. Yeah, it was it was odd. I don't think I've ever seen a indoor football game where there've only been I think was it five possessions or six possessions in the entire first half. Six. Yep, six yeah. possessions. That's a that's crazy. Curtis Riggs, our guest. Uh, okay, so you've got a, a similar situation here where you go up against a really good team, but you have to play there. You played them right down to a last second field goal here. Uh, but as we talked about last week, one of the motivations last week was to hope to get a chance to play at Frisco again, where you guys played our, uh, clearly you played your worst game because it was what, 56 to 15? Was that the final? Yeah. Yep. So yep. how much and, of a motivation and, is that for this week? Well, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, we were embarrassed, Mark. It was, it was never close. I mean, even our first drive of the game, we score. But I think most of the yards we gained were off penalties by Fresco. And, um, it, it, they just, they got after us. And, uh, um, and then we, we benched Lorenzo and Seth Collins. We wanted to evaluate him and he came in and made some spectacular plays, but then made a lot of turnovers. Um, and, and the game just got out of hand and it was kind of like, well, let's just get through this and move on and get, you know, find a way to get in the playoffs. And, and, and the guys responded well. You know, we went on a winning streak after that. But uh, the whole time, they were just in the back of their minds. Everyone on our team, at least, has been like, God, I hope I get another shot at Fresco. Um, they've got the MVP. You know, I, I would expect TJ Edwards will get the MVP. I think he has 46 rushing touchdowns on the season. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, he is so elusive and just puts so much pressure on you running the ball. And then he really throws a really nice deep ball too, which, um, it, it, you know, the combo of those two things, his legs and then being able to stretch the field, really difficult. So why is he still in the IFL? Well, he's not very big. You know, he's, he's, he's pretty slight. He's very quick, very elusive. Um, but you know, he's had his chance in the CFL. didn't make it there. I know he's at an XFL workout, I think today, but I would suspect I've been into some of the XFL camps and seen some of the, the quarterbacks, I just, I don't see him making it um, with his body type, his frame, uh, because, you know, elusive only gets you so far when all the other guys are running really, really fast, too. Well, that's true. And they're bigger and stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how tall is he? He's about 5'11", maybe six foot. Yeah. Well, you look but at most just, NFL he's really skinny. Yep. Yeah, he's really skinny and... Um, you know, it's not quite a Lamar Jackson, but um, in our league, that's pretty comparable of what he is, though. Yeah, and Lamar is pretty, actually pretty strong. I mean, he looks he skinny, yep. but he's 
He's pretty yeah, strong he's running together. the football. Yep. Yep. Uh, Curtis Riggs, our guest, as the storm just, uh, again, come up with a huge win. I, I still think when, when all is said and done, you look back on your career, I think you're going to look back on Saturday night and say that was the greatest comeback in the history of the team. Yeah, I, I think um, it, it probably is. I mean, you know, we were down three scores for a lot of the game and to get shut out the first half, I mean, that's makes it more memorable. And then being our last game. You know, um, our last game there, at least for me, um, it's one against a, a really talented team. And, um, it, you know, it, it continued to let us play into the semifinals now. Okay, so uh, obviously there are a lot of things you need to do better than you did last time you were at Frisco. Um, what, what's, the, what, what's the biggest key? You talked about not about forcing turnovers against Massachusetts. Do you have that same opportunity with, with Frisco? No, I, I think one, you, you got to make sure the big play is limited. I mean, they are so good at hitting the home run or TJ breaking off a long run. Let them get a few yards, but we just can't let them have those 35 yard runs for touchdowns. We can't let them throw those 40 yard touchdown passes. We need to make them work their way down the field. And then offensively, we cannot get behind in the chains because they have a very talented defensive line that when they know you're in trouble, they can really pin their ears back and, and get after you. But if, if you can stay ahead and keep them off balance between, you know, run, pass, play action screens, uh, then it really neutralizes, uh, that D line. What kind of a home crowd do they have? Oh, uh, it's okay. You know, they're managed very well. They're, they're owned by the, the same, uh, group that owns the, the Dallas Stars. And so they have the same management, the same, you know, publicity, same, uh, all that stuff. So, it's first class in that area, but I think, you know, it's difficult to draw people in that Dallas area because there's so much. Um, they, they get an okay crowd. How'd you feel about the crowd Saturday night? I, I, it wasn't as big as I would have liked to have seen, but I, they sure were into it. They were, they were, and that was the thing Peyton talked about too was, you know, when we scored those last two touchdowns, how loud it was in there. Um, and, and it was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was fun to see. Fans involved, interacting, really into the game. Um, and, and I'm sure a lot of people walked out of there thinking, wow, that was a, a pretty incredible football game. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think everybody that was there probably did that. Um, all right. So last home game is, is under your belt. It's done. You won't get another one. Is the, uh, are you starting to get a little, I, I know you well enough. You probably aren't getting emotional thinking this is just about over, but. When will you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I mean, even Kalen texted me right after the game, you know, saying, man, that was awesome. That was an amazing game and last one. And um, it, it, it still just never really sinks in, I think, because we're still in the season. You know, we're still moving forward and you still go about your routine. And, um, you know, I don't know. I think it'll still be a little while after um, before that really sinks in knowing that I, I won't be going in for a, a game day anymore. And, um, you know, um, it's just the routine that you have on game day. That'll all be done going into the arena. And um, I'm sure at some point it'll hit me, but it, it still hasn't yet. Yeah. Well, you do need to keep focused on the task at hand because yeah. you still have potentially two more games left. And right. and even still, it, it won't be your game day as you know it, but if all things work out the way you'd like, you still will have a game day to worry about down the road. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I think I'll still be doing something. So, uh, I'll have something to put my, uh, hands and, and work on and try to mold a little bit. Well, that's what you like to do. Well, yeah. congrats on Saturday night. That was fun. It was a blast to be there. It was fun to see you afterwards and, uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Curtis Riggs, our guest here, the head coach and general manager of the storm. They were down 17 nothing at halftime. They were down, I believe it was about 20 in the third and fourth quarter and rallied to win 42 to 39. It was unbelievable. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? (laughs) Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. (laughs) I I know that. (laughs) 
but our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And by Arby's, if you're hungry, stop by Arby's. They'll take care of whatever kind of a hunger you've got, whether it's for a big meal, whether it's for a treat. Doesn't much matter what it is. They've got it for you. And uh, and their their menus are constantly changing with cool new stuff, in addition to all the old standbys that you'd always want, too. So... Stop by Arby's where they've got the meats. Also, uh, in the summertime, especially on a day like today, you gotta make sure you got enough, you know, sunblock, water, all those kind of things. Like Matt Drake was talking about the, the towel to wrap around your neck when you're playing golf. You can get all that stuff at Lewis Drug. They've got all you would ever need for you. Um, yeah. And they've been doing this for us since 1942. 1942. Do the math. That's 81 years that they've been in business and they've expanded to 60 locations because of what tremendous service they offer all of us, starting with the pharmacy, but now it's so much more than just that. So yeah, Lewis Drug, your first stop and your only stop. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.